Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. As I always am, I am sitting in front of Lindsay Leverett Higgins, and Lindsay is the president of the Northwest Arkansas Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Council. Lindsay, how are you doing? Good morning. I am fantastic, and thank you for having me this morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited to, to have you on this podcast episode, a mutual friend of ours reached out. And I'm just going to give him a shout out, Chris Seawood. And Chris was kind enough to connect us and said, listen, I, I was would love to see if you could have this young lady on the podcast because she is the president of the Martin Luther King Council and they are doing an amazing event with Dr. Cornell West. And I was like, well, absolutely. I will have her on the podcast. And so I'm glad that you're here. And I would love for you just especially for this audience, because we have people that are here 
We have people that are listening to this podcast that haven't moved here yet, but I would love for you just to, first of all, just so that we know who you are, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your Cliff Notes superhero origin story (laughs) of who Lindsay Leverett Higgins is, and then we'll jump into this wonderful event that you're about to have in a couple of days. So I am Lindsay Leverett Higgins. I have been a resident of Northwest Arkansas since 2004. I moved to the area to attend grad school at the University of Arkansas, and I'm currently working for Sam's Club at their corporate headquarters in Bentonville. I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the Phi Alpha Omega chapter, a member of the historic St. James Missionary Baptist Church, and a member of the Northwest Arkansas Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Council, as well as other organizations throughout Northwest Arkansas. So to say that you're busy is an understatement. (laughs) Absolutely, but I love it. I love being in a place like Northwest Arkansas where I have an opportunity to really be engaged in my community. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, as an African-American, you, you're you an African-American. I am an African-American. Everybody that knows that, knows that listens to this podcast, for the most part, I think knows that. But the simple fact is that Northwest Arkansas is really growing from a diversity standpoint. Yes. And I think it's important for people to understand that and to see what is possible here. And in this case, this Northwest Arkansas Dr. Martin Luther King Council has been around for a long time. Would you kind of be able to give us just a short history of this council and why was it created in the first place? Definitely. The council was established in 1996 after a brainstorming session that the late Reverend J. Aaron Hawkins had with other members of the community. And Pastor Hawkins was from Fort Smith and it was his goal to bring a large celebration or to bring a celebration to Northwest Arkansas, similar to the large celebrations that they had in the Fort Smith area for Dr. King. And so he had a brainstorming session with several members of the Northwest Arkansas community, and it evolved into what we now know as the Northwest Arkansas Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Council. And so it was really, you know, to the credit and the legacy of the late Pastor Hawkins that the council was established and that we have been instrumental in being a vital part of the Black and African American and minority community in Northwest Arkansas since 1996. Yeah. And so was it always the idea that that the council was going to, clearly the event typically is around the third Monday of January, which is usually celebrated as a national holiday, as a holiday for Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. But my question is simply, is it, is this something that was it always set up this way or did it evolve into what it is today as an event? So initially when the council was established, the premise was that they would have a celebration in recognition of the holiday weekend, the holiday for Dr. King. And as a part of that recognition and celebration for Dr. King, that they would raise money to give scholarships to students in the Northwest Arkansas community. And so that was really the Genesis and the basis of where the council began. They had a wonderful celebration and were able to raise money for scholarships for students in Northwest Arkansas. And since then, we have grown in terms of the work that the council has done and the footprint that we have in our local community here in Northwest Arkansas. So in addition to still holding true to some of the things that were done when we were established, we still have a large celebration which is the recommitment celebration that will take place on Saturday, January the 14th. 
And we will, as a part of that recommitment celebration, recognize our Salute to Greatness Award recipients. We will give out some scholarships to high school and undergraduate students that have done some phenomenal work in the classroom and in the community. And so we will recognize them as well. But in addition to that, the council has really grown in terms of the footprint. And we have become very established in the civic engagement in Northwest Arkansas. In this past two years during the pandemic, the council was very instrumental in participating in COVID vaccine drives, in COVID testing, in voter registration. We were very instrumental in ensuring that families in the community had meals for Thanksgiving and for the Christmas holiday. We've really worked to establish a footprint in Northwest Arkansas, in addition to having the recommitment celebration that we have annually, and in addition to giving out scholarships for high school and college students. Wow. So you guys have been busy, basically, is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) We did not allow the pandemic to slow slow us down. We were still very actively engaged in the community and making sure that we were helping to fill a need in the community during the time of the global pandemic. Yeah. Well, I mean, suffice it to say, I'm glad that we're kind of on the backside of that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It it is nice when you think of that. And I want to get back to some of the, the ideas in terms of that whole Salute to Greatness Award. You have a number of recipients this year. How do you choose those individuals in the community that are making a difference, right? And because I, I notice, I look at the names and I know some of these people, like specifically as we're recording this in 2023, some of the award recipients include Lori Huff, uh, Helena Gaddison, Michael Day, who is a, a young African-American filmmaker, John Newman and Squire Jahagan and the Squire Jahagan Outreach Center. Yeah. So you guys, you know, you're choosing some amazing organizations and people to receive this award, how have you, what has determined who would be eligible for this? So one of the things about the Salute to Greatness Awards is that we take nominations from the community. Okay. We do open nominations from the Northwest Arkansas community, and we allow members of our community, our local community, to submit individuals that they feel are deserving of the recognition and the honor of the Salute to Greatness Award. And then we review the submissions as an MLK council and Mm -hmm. make a decision on the individuals that are selected. Okay. Yeah. I think, was Nate Walls one maybe a year or two ago? Yes. Nate was a previous Salute to Greatness Award recipient, and we were excited to be able to recognize him. (laughs) Absolutely. He is is definitely all over the community, serving the community. So just a, a fantastic representation of of what a Salute to Greatness Award recipient is. Yeah, I mean, he definitely embodies that. But, you know, as, and as I look at these names and specifically, like I said, I personally know Michael Day and I, I know what he has been about in in creating more awareness around black films and black filmmaking and just, you know, kind of getting out. And he's actually been on this podcast. It's It's nice to see how you guys have been able to identify and even through the this whole idea of nominations by the community, you've been able to, to acknowledge people and say, yeah, you know what? I, we definitely want to give this person their flowers, if you will, now and, and share with them how important they are to the community. Yes, we have some phenomenal individuals that are really working and serving the community that don't always get the recognition. Right. And so our goal is to be able to shout out and to love on and to recognize those individuals for the good things, the positive things 
that they're doing to help grow our community. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And, and you mentioned that. And I'm going to throw one person's name out there because I know she goes to your church, but she embodies that whole aesthetic, if you will, of just serving the community without fanfare. And that's Monique Jones. Monique's amazing. And I actually got to meet her when my Rotary Club, the downtown Fayetteville Rotary, was doing, was helping to to put boxes of food together at the pantry, at okay. the St. James Pantry. And so that's how we became friends. And I was sitting back and I had to stop for a second and just look and be like, wow, this it's just an amazement of how quickly she moves around and, and all that she's doing and and just the wide variety of people that she's impacting. One person, right? And I think that's that is the embodiment of what Dr. King was all about as far as, you know, making a lot of self-sacrifices to ensure that your fellow brothers and your fellow sisters are are able to live the kind of life that they want to live, right? When I think of the wonderful work that Monique is doing with the Squire Jahagan Outreach Center, I don't know anybody in the Northwest Arkansas community that doesn't know Monique. Yeah. <laughs> and Monique, the beauty of, of Monique is that she knows people from all walks of life. Right, right. Yeah. That she has relationships with people from all walks of life. And that because of the relationships that she has established across the board, it makes it easy for her to navigate and to work in the spaces where people in the community need help and need assistance. Sure, sure. And so, I mean, when you think about the legacy of Dr. King, when you think about his body of work, she most certainly has picked up the torch. Yeah, yeah. And is really um, continuing the legacy and the life and the dream of Dr. King to ensure that the needs are met for all people of our community, not just for people in the community that look like her, right. not just for minorities in the community, but for anyone that has an established need from any you know walk of life, from any religion, from any socioeconomic status, from any sexual orientation, that she is carrying the mantle and the work of Dr. King to fill the needs of all people in our community. Yeah. I mean, that's so well put. And, and I will say this. I mean, I know you've been here a lot longer. At least you have 10 years on me in terms of the time that you've been <laughs> here. But I would say, have, would you say that the overall temperature of things in the Northwest Arkansas community from a diversity standpoint has has changed? Has it improved over the years? I will definitely say that from a diversity, equity, and inclusion standpoint, that Northwest Arkansas is growing. Yeah. I look at the makeup of individuals in our community now compared to 2004 when I moved to Northwest Arkansas as a, you know, a graduate student. Yeah. And things are a lot different. The number of opportunities that have been created for organizations of color, for individuals of color, in respect to employment, education, economics. So we have definitely grown significantly since 2004, since I moved here, but we still have a ways to go. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of our organization is really ensuring that we're helping to be an ambassador of diversity, equity, and inclusion in Northwest Arkansas, to be mindful and thoughtful of that as we engage the community, as we create programs and opportunities for the community so we can ensure that we're doing our part to help to continue to move the needle and to further diversify Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take this conversation in a direction that I think is actually important because I appreciate everything that you just said. What would your advice or guidance be 
to somebody listening to this podcast that's maybe considering coming to Northwest Arkansas, whether for for graduate studies, maybe they're coming here because the U of A has been courting them to come and teach, right? As an African-American, as a person of color coming to Northwest Arkansas from maybe the coast, like I came from Boston, right? Didn't know what I was getting myself (laughs) into. And I've told the story over and over before on this podcast that, you know, if you had told me 10 years ago that I was going to move to Northwest Arkansas, I just said, you're crazy. But here I am. And I've been here for eight years and I absolutely love it. But I just didn't know what I didn't know. Do you know what I'm saying? So how would you, being somebody that's fully involved in this community, president of this organization that speaks to diversity, how, what advice or what guidance would you give to somebody that's, that's even remotely contemplating coming here to Northwest Arkansas to live as, as someone that may have concerns about diversity or may have concerns about what it's, what is it going to be like for a, a black man or a black woman here in Northwest Arkansas? I'm coming from LA. I'm coming from, you know, New York City. I'm coming from San Francisco. What would you say to them? For anyone that was considering coming to Northwest Arkansas, I absolutely would encourage it. One, this is probably the most beautiful part of the state, just aesthetically. <laughs> that, that, that it is. Yeah, it looks good. It's, it's easy on the eyes, as they say. So hands down, this is a really nice part of the state. But when I think about it from the lens of how we have grown and how we're growing from a diversity, equity and inclusion standpoint, I would absolutely say come pack a bag, get in the car and come to Northwest Arkansas. This is a great place to raise a family. This is a great place to rear your children. Yeah. This is a great place to get engaged and to get involved. We have an opportunity as minorities, as diverse individuals to really carve out and create a space for people of color in Northwest Arkansas. And now is the time, unlike any other, to take advantage of the momentum behind the the need for diversifying the state and most certainly this Northwest Arkansas, you know, the Northwest part of, of the state. Sure. So I would absolutely encourage anyone that's thinking about it, come. If you're a graduate student and the University of Arkansas is courting you, we have just made history as the University of Arkansas. The flagship institution of the state has its first African-American chancellor. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. So yeah. I think about that in the same regard that I think about the election of President Obama. For the state of Arkansas and for anyone that's familiar with the history of the state, that says a lot about the progressiveness that the flagship institution has an African-American chancellor. Yeah. And so if you're considering it, come. This is an absolutely fantastic place. There are organizations that help to support people of color and minorities in the community. Come find your tribe, get engaged, get involved, meet people, understand the local hangouts, the beauty shops and the barber shops. Know that while if you're coming from a major city, there are not necessarily from a diversity standpoint, not yet, but we're getting there, things to do. But we're close enough to Dallas, to Tulsa, to Kansas Kansas City City. that you can do a lot of fun weekend trips. And there are cultural experiences that do come to the area, but it's going to take people who are coming here from different cities, from different states that have different experiences that help to bring those things to Northwest Arkansas, that we need to make it a better Northwest Arkansas for people of color. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, certainly I'd be remiss if I didn't even mention your employer because 
I know they're actively working hard to try to attract diverse talent to come to Northwest Arkansas. So Walmart, Sam's Club, J.B. Hunt, Tyson, Simmons, I mean, you name it, every company that's here, based here, that makes this area as economically vibrant as it is, has a stake in, in ensuring that diversity is a key proponent in their objectives of hiring great talent. And we can't do it without you. And so the employers need to understand what are the unmet needs for top tier talent, people of color yeah. to bring them to Northwest Arkansas. Right. What's the thing that makes you a little hesitant to move to Northwest Arkansas? What can you know we do as Walmart, as Sam's to really sweeten the deal from a community and you know aesthetic standpoint to ensure that we have the things that top tier talent of, you know, people of color, top tier talent that are coming here or considering coming here need in order to remain here, to feel like they have a vested interest in the community and to be successful. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, and it doesn't matter. I mean, whether you're Asian American, African American, Native American, it, it really doesn't matter. There are a lot of opportunities here for people to kind of see what that's all about. Now, I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but Sam's Club did a great event where they invited a bunch of students from historically black colleges. And I got to be a part of that program, which I thought was, that was a genius move on Sam's, on Sam's Club's part because they created awareness around the idea that, Hey, this place isn't a bad place to come work. There are great job opportunities. There are great internships that are available. And oh, by the way, you know, this is a place that you can come and you can find a barber. You can find a place to get your hair done. I mean, you know, little (laughs) things that sometimes people take for granted and. I'm just not wanting running into supercuts. I mean, I, I have to I have to find a barber. I mean, these are first world problems for an African American male, and so I mean, it's important to address all of you know the whole person, right? Not just the fact that I'm giving you a nine to five job, I'm paying you for forty hours a week, and you know what what you do on your own time is your own business. Yeah, that's part of it, but the reality is, is I want you to come to a place where you feel good about being there, and that's important. Yeah, having the social support, the emotional support. It's great to be able to go to work every day from nine to five and thrive. But if you're missing the social components, if you're missing the religious components, or there are other things that you need personally, and the community doesn't offer that, that makes it difficult to really thrive in that nine to five space. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you've you've said it 100%. So I want to talk about this particular event specifically, because again, you guys were kind enough to come on and share about your mission and, and what you guys have been doing over the years. But first of all, how did you land Dr. Cornell West to come and speak this year? So one of the things that we decided as a council was that we this was going to be our year to go big. <laughs> go big or go <laughs> home, was, right? That, that was it. We were going to <laughs> kick the door wide open. And so we created a short list of, of individuals. And of course, Dr. West was on that list. And we were able to secure Dr. West in our in our thinking about going big. That was really in an effort to go big and to bring a dynamic speaker to the Northwest Arkansas area that would really stir the pot, if you will, kind of wake us up and challenge our thinking, challenge our actions as we move into the new year into 2023, really challenging us about the work that we're doing in the diversity space and really challenging us about the work that we're doing to continue to meet the needs of the individuals in our community. How do we, you know, continue to do the work that we're called to do? How do we 
become better stewards, excuse me, of our resources? Mm-hmm. And how do we just continue to move the needle to improve our area? Yeah. Well, well, you certainly knocked it out of the park with Dr. West, because as I think about you know, what he represents. And I remember reading his book, Race Matters, many years ago and how profoundly impactful that was to me. And like I said, coming out of a historically black college, I was aware of him and and Skip Gates and and all of those guys a long time ago. And so I'm thankful that he's going to be exposed to a lot of people that may not know about him. And uh, this should be a a very unique uh, event. Now, Is he going to just talk or is there a specific topic that you guys are hoping that he's going to elaborate on um, during this? Or, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't give him many, you don't put up many guardrails for Cornell West. You're just like, hey, come and share and and we'll take it from there. So. So the theme of our MLK holiday celebration is disruptive love, the foundation of the beloved community. And when you think about Dr. West and you think about disruptive love, they go definitely go hand in hand. And so we most certainly did not want to put a dynamic speaker in a box. So we said, here's our theme. But what we're doing this year is a little different. So we moved from a keynote to a fireside chat. Oh, okay. So this will be a very intimate conversation with Dr. West, where we'll talk about the beloved community about disruptive love and how we can continue to use that concept of disruptive love in the work that we do. But we want to get into some issues and talk about really the state of of Black America, if you will. What's happening from a community standpoint in regards to inequities and disparities with law enforcement, with healthcare, with education, um, with economics? We wanted to get into some of the hard-hitting questions about these areas and how they impact not just, I say, the African-American community, but the minority community as as a whole. And then we want to understand from Dr. West, what's the challenge? What is it that we can do to continue to improve the experience, to continue to grow in some of the areas that we're focusing on for this fireside chat? Oh, man, this is amazing. Is So who who is who's moderating this or who's going to be talking with Dr. West? We are excited to have Emma Willis oh, great. Um, to yes. serve I'm, as I'm, our yeah, moderator absolutely. for the fireside chat. With yeah. Dr. West. Yeah. Emma, Emma, who's formerly with Venture Noir, actually worked on worked with her. Uh, we helped her produce her raising a CEO podcast. Yes. And Emma is a dynamic individual. So I'm excited to hear that conversation. Definitely another powerhouse in her own right. And I think the two of them together will be a perfect pair. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that's exciting. I really want to encourage everybody that's listening to this. We purposefully put this podcast out a few days before this event. The event is on. If you're listening to this before Saturday, January 14th, you need to make it out to this event. It will be here at the Fayetteville Public Library where we're actually recording this podcast. The event takes place at 5 p.m. There are still tickets available. We will put a link to um, the tickets on the show notes for this particular episode. The uh, ticket prices range from $50 to $125, and they have tickets just for the event itself, but then they also have tickets for the reception. There's also a VIP option if you want to kind of rub shoulders with Dr. West and maybe ask him some questions that you've only dreamed of asking him, but this would be your chance. So there's there are a number of different ways that you can participate in this. And even if you're listening to this after the fact, but you want to be a part of this next year, 
I would encourage you, uh, and we'll get the contact information for Lindsay so that you can reach out to her in the coming year so that uh, you can find out how you can participate in this event in the future. So is there anything else that you want to share before we close? So in addition to our recommitment celebration, we have a full body of events that will take place in recognition of the MLK holiday weekend. We will start on Saturday morning, January the 14th at Asbel Elementary for our community service project, where we will collect seasonal wraps, winter items for children and adults that we will distribute throughout the Northwest Arkansas community. That afternoon at 1245, we will have a, an event called Hollow Ground that will take place in conjunction with the MLK organization in Springdale. And it will be a ceremony, a, an event, if you will, to celebrate and recognize the history of the sundown towns here mm-hmm. in Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be something new for us. And we're really excited about having an opportunity to tell the story, but then to show the growth, to show that in a place where we historically were not able to be after sundown, that we are home to Springdale the largest population of individuals from the Marshall Islands, people of color outside of the Marshall Islands. So I'm really just celebrating that, celebrating a lot of the wins that have taken place in the minority community as a whole in Northwest Arkansas to show the growth and trajectory and the progressiveness of not just Fayetteville, but the entire Northwest Arkansas community. So that takes place on Saturday at 1245. And then, of course, our big recommitment celebration that we've talked about, the 27th annual the reception starts at 5 p.m. here at the Fayetteville Public Library Event Center. And our recommitment celebration event starts at 6.30 with Dr. West being our featured speaker. On Sunday, we're fortunate to be able to partner with Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, the Omicron Zeta Lambda chapter, mm-hmm. with a memorial celebration that will take place at St. James Baptist Church on that Sunday at 3 p.m. Okay. And the speaker for that event will be Dr. D.Q. Fields okay. with the yes. University of Arkansas. Absolutely. Yeah. I've heard Dr. Fields speak before. He's he's really, he's he's a dynamic speaker. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Very much engaged in um, agriculture sure. and the work of agriculture, um, not just here throughout the state, but throughout the country as a whole. So well, I'm looking listen, forward. Listen, <laughs> he dropped some knowledge when he came and spoke to our Rotary Club and, and he dropped some knowledge about some statistical facts with regard to agriculture as a whole in the country, but then specifically in the state of Arkansas, which a lot of people don't realize, yes. you know, how much agriculture we produce here and just how important it is to our economy. I so. come from an ag background <laughs> and he is also an HBCU graduate. So I am really yes. looking forward to hearing Dr. Field speak. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned, I mean, these are all amazing events that I would encourage everybody to be a part of. So there, there are events where you can give of your time and your talent to, to help uh, raise awareness and to do some things at Asbel Elementary. You have the event, the hollow ground event, which I think is really important. I think we've talked about the whole concept of sundown towns, which I don't think a lot of people know about. A lot of my White friends don't know about sundown towns, especially if you come from other parts of the country. I studied, obviously, I, I was a history major in school, so I studied this, and I was amazed to learn that Springdale and Rogers were both sundown towns here in Northwest Arkansas. And essentially, all that meant was that, you know, if you were an African American, you were not to be caught outside in those towns after dark. 
period. End of story. That's just how it was. And, you know, we have, I mean, a lot of times people incredulously will tell me, I can't believe that was a thing. And I'm like, yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> it was a real thing. So, and sometimes it's a little too close for comfort, right? And and some people don't want to talk about it, but it's just a reality. It's part of our history. It's what it is. I mean, I talk to older athletes that came to play at the University of Arkansas that told me that they were told in no uncertain terms, you don't leave Fayetteville after a certain time. And if it had not been for institutions like St. James Baptist Church, St. James Methodist Church, a lot of the students that came to the University of Arkansas during that time period would not have been able to thrive and be successful. They would not have been able to successfully matriculate from the university. But it was because they had that covering of the African-American community that kept them grounded, that kept them protected, that kept them prayed up, um, you know, that ensured that the, you know, they were safe and that their needs were met. And so it's just amazing to think that, yes, it was a part of our history, but we have grown to a point that we can really celebrate the positive momentum that has come from a portion of our history that maybe wasn't always as positive. Right. That we can go from being in a place where you could not be as a person of color after sundown to a place that a community that actively embraces and welcomes diversity in 2023. And the other thing I think that it speaks volumes of is that there's always allies out there. Yes. Full stop. There just are. And a lot of times people feel like, um, I'm out here by myself. It's just me. And I'm like, no, it's really not just you. There are a lot of allies and some of them, a lot of them don't look like you that are out here trying to ensure that your experience is as good as their experience. Absolutely. But the events don't stop there. So on Monday, the actual <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> the actual day of the, the holiday. Sure. We will start that Monday morning with our Dreamkeepers Breakfast. The Dreamkeepers organization is a phenomenal organization. It's a youth organization that the MLK Council sponsors. Their primary advisor is Dr. John L. Colbert, who is equally as busy (laughs) for anyone that knows Dr. Colbert. And so they will have their youth breakfast on that Monday morning. Okay, They'll start off at 8 a.m. And then there is a youth activity in conjunction with the University of Arkansas Athletics that will take place immediately following. And then we will do at 11 a.m. our march. And so we will march on campus. And all of the information regarding all of the full body of events, as well as the location for the march, will be on our website on the calendar. But we will march and we will end the march at the Faulkner Center for the Performing Arts, where the University of Arkansas ASG and Black Students Association will sponsor the Noonday Vigil. And we are really excited because Dr. West is going to be the featured speaker at the University of Arkansas Noonday Vigil on that Monday. So the students will have an opportunity if they are not able to attend or even on Saturday, the student body, the students of the University of Arkansas will have an opportunity to hear Dr. West speak and to engage with Dr. West at the Noonday Vigil. Oh, cool. Now, is that open to anybody or is that just for students? It's open to the public. It is open to the public. And so that will take place immediately following the march. So at 12 noon at the University of Arkansas Faulkner Center for the Performing Arts. Okay, And that will be the conclusion of our events for the MLK holiday celebration weekend. So Saturday, January 14th, you have events that you can participate in, including the main event 
the 15th, there are programs that you can participate in on that, on that Sunday. And then on the 16th, which is the actual day that we will celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, and that is a holiday, so most things will be closed that day, you will be able to participate in the event on, on campus. And so there's a lot that, that you'll be able to do. And even if you're listening to this after the fact, I would encourage you to connect with the Northwest Arkansas Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Council to find out about other events. Do you do anything else throughout the year? Absolutely. So we have other events that will take place throughout the calendar year. It's not just an end all be all with the MLK celebration. Obviously, that is, you know, a larger part of what we do, but we are actively engaged in the community the rest of the year. We will have some events that will take place in February during Black History Month. We do a lot of community conversations Mm -hmm. where we do topics with individuals, kind of hot burning topics, if you will, that relate to things that impact the community of color, that impact minorities in the community. Um, And there are just a number of things that we do. So I would encourage you to visit our website. It's nwamlk.org. Okay. Our calendar is always updated with events that we're doing, with events that are going on in the broader community. We are on LinkedIn, we are on Facebook, and we are also on Instagram. So follow us, like our pages, visit the website for more information about the MLK holiday weekend celebration, as well as the 27th annual recommitment celebration. And if you're new to Northwest Arkansas, if you've been here a hundred years, and you're looking for an organization to get involved in that gives you an opportunity to serve the the community, consider the Northwest Arkansas MLK Council. We are looking for individuals that are like-minded, that embody the values and the beliefs of our organization and Dr. King. And we're just excited to continue to diversify even our organization to ensure that we are trending in the right direction, that we are are always moving forward, and that we are really the organization that's helping to meet the needs of our community. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it is. I mean, it's. I think it's a great program, and it certainly is an honorable mission that you guys are undertaking. And I would encourage anybody to get involved that's listening to this, even if it's after this Martin Luther King weekend celebration You need to get involved and check out nwamlk.org. And we'll be sure to put Lindsay's contact information as well as all of the social contact information on the show notes for this particular episode. So Lindsay Leverett Higgins, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And thank you for sharing what is probably going to be an amazing event. We really appreciate it. And we wish you nothing but continued success with this program as you continue to create awareness and as you continue to share the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm sure he would be proud of the efforts that you're putting forth with this program. We hope so. And thank you again (laughs) for having us. Thank you to our community for the years of support for the council and for the work that we're doing. We definitely could not do it without you. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, there you go. Thank you so much, Lindsay. We appreciate it. And we we will talk with you soon. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or To read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can also listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. 
please consider subscribing or following the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for a new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.